Did you know? Did you know that kerophobia is an irrational fear of fun or happiness? I definitely cannot relate to this, but if you do and you're listening to this, I have one thing to say to you. You only have one life to live. Get the best out of it by living and doing what makes you smile. Enjoy life. It's yours. You know, growing up in the 90s sure feels like you have one foot in the past and one in the future. It's pretty awesome to be born into a time of great technological shift, a revolution in music and film, and other forms of change. As a 90s kid, you knew what life was when there were no smartphones. Very few people had cell phones and landlines. You understood the joy of holding a Nokia phone and playing the ringtone over and over again. You knew what it was like to run on the streets with tires and sticks, ride bicycles and compete with other children of the neighborhood. Let's not even talk about the game of Kanter. Cassette and DVDs. So many amazing memories that the Indomie generation cannot relate to. Hey guys, welcome to Talks with Irene, where we live, express and share our truth. Someone once said that life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forward. Today we're going to be talking about crazy experiences of a 90s kid. Yes, I'm a very proud 90s kid. Well, late 90s, but (laughs) it is what it is. And today sharing with me will be my very good friend, Mercy Wamara. I remember something that happened in GS3. Mercy had an altercation with someone in class. And then I remember the person asking, who are you? Who are you? Who do you think you are? And Messi replied, I am Messi. I am Messi Wamara, one of Imo State. <laughs> there was bad ghosts everywhere. <laughs> well, this happened many years ago. Right now, Mercy is a graduate of the University of Ibadan, a research assistant and editor, a cybersecurity enthusiast, and a beautiful mix of other things. Listen into our conversation and stick around. Okay, so Mercy, welcome to Talk to Irene. Glad to have you on the show. Glad to be here. <laughs> okay, let's just get straight into it. We're talking about crazy experiences of a 90s kid. You're, you're definitely a 90s kid. You can't even tell me otherwise. Or I, you're not. You know, we could cancel like... Mm. <laughs> in, I can't pick 80s or 2000s. I don't know which is what at this point. So, don't worry, fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what's one unforgettable experience you had growing up? Huh. Okay, so one day, I was in secondary school, just one. And I, I don't like to do Amebo, but this day, I don't know the spirit that she had pushed me. I'm not an Amebo person normally. But this day, I was with two of my classmates and then went into one place like that, Sha that Washa was supposed to go inside there but like the place had a door that led to staircase like the staircase was supposed to go downstairs I, I, I don't know how to explain it properly but Washa went downstairs and then we're like oh what was this noise what was this noise people are passing upstairs something 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 Washa ran back and it's surprising how this story just came to me because like it's just at the tip of my like brain so it's always there anytime I need to it's just there <laughs> anyway so we ran back up and 
then as he ran back up, we closed the door, and then somebody said, "Messi, ah, your shirt is torn." I'm like, "My shirt is torn, okay." I look, I'm like, "Oh, my shirt is torn," and then then I saw red dots on my shirt. I'm like, "Ah, wait," because I was wearing a pink shirt, a light pink shirt. I'm like, "Where are the dots from?" I opened the tear of the shirt. I look, I'm like, "Oh, my skin is torn." Actually, you went on. into a room to go and do amiable, and then you actually got injured. Wow. <laughs> what? Why? You, you don't have to say the story, but I know the story. Don't tell me the story, please. <laughs> it sounds worse when you tell me the story. Anyway, <laughs> I think my skin was torn, and the next day I'm like, oh, I'm bleeding. And then I said, crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I think, I think the highlight is the fact that you went there to go and do amiable. Like, you went to go and gossip somebody. What's the point that you're trying to pass across by saying? And then you're not going to enjoy. This is like a life lesson. You need to use it to motivate people. <laughs> I don't blame you. Laugh. Laugh. <laughs> oh God. Nice. Don't worry. Oh my goodness. That story. You know, this is this is why you know we have people like you on the show to just give us joy. <laughs> you are mocking me. I think I'm giving you joy. I'm mocking my story. <laughs> no, come on now. Like it's an experience. Okay, let let, let me share mine. When I was younger, when I <laughs> when I was younger, I used to lick the fridge. Like I used to lick block from the fridge. So one day I was licking like yeah, like I used to I lick the ice. You know, you know those very soft ice like snow like block oh like on this <laughs> so I used to lick it then one day I was oh licking it and then my tongue got stuck so I had to like I was now shouting you know like, you know, like your, your tongue is stuck so you can't really shout so you're not shouting <laughs> wow so um you know definitely there are many things you can relate to like we 90s kids like number one thing I can still relate to is eating some certain things like we have cheese balls, we have goody goody, we have capricorn. Uh-huh. When you're up to now, capricorn is still like in vogue. Like guys, I take capricorn as big as I am. Capricorn is not, is not, is not limited to age. Please don't judge me. Capricorn, the taste of fun. You are a baby. I don't care what you say. You are a baby. What do you mean by that? Capricorn is not age limited. I don't understand you guys. That- you just dip it once and it's gone. All they need to do now is just to put it in a bottle. That's all. I don't care. Capricorn is a baby drink. I drink it. I, yeah, I do. But like, yeah. But I miss goody goody. Like, I miss goody. I know, right? Like, when I chew and then your tooth will almost fall out. Like, it was oh, like, goody goody was, goody goody was the it. Good goody was it, man. Like, the funny thing about it is What? That biscuit that was hard. It was Paco, just hard. Paco biscuits. Oh that my god. god. <laughs> the balls that they do now just trash. This Indomie generation cannot even relate to like Paco biscuits or Okin biscuits. That's oh my goodness. Have, all they have is YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like an ACROZ is like, you know, but it's cool though. I like the fact that, you know, it just shows us that time is evolving. So, yeah. What? I used to do when I was eight. I, like when I see like an eight-year-old right now, my, my youngest sister is eight. I cannot relate. I'm like, what? Why do you have a tab? Like what? Like how do you know how to operate a tab? How do you know how? Like how did you know my password? <laughs> <laughs> when, when you ask them what's my password, they're like they don't know, but they know to put the numbers there. Or like and then oh my goodness, you do not want to give a child your phone. You do not want to do that. Someone like me that I am 
so protective of my phone. I don't like if you touch my phone. Not like I have anything to hide. I just don't want you to like crack the screen or something or break it or something. So I'm always very, very jealous. And I think that really gives them more motivation to collect the phone from me. If I play chess, if I'm playing chess on my phone, she's like, what are you playing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't play it. She's like, I want to play. And they actually and end up playing it. They actually yeah. end up playing it. Anyway, they don't know what they're doing. They just they just move the pieces around. I know, right? <laughs> no, but like some actually do know how to play. Like they can even beat you at it. My four-year-old needs beat me at chess. I failed in life. <laughs> <laughs> I failed in life. I give up. Anyway, we're not talking about Indomie generation. We're talking about the nineties kids. Yeah. No, I I okay. I don't know if I'm the only one that had this experience. We always have that one auntie or uncle that lives in the abroad and whenever they are coming back they always bring you one oversized shirt for you a shirt that will last you for the next 10 years the next time you see them you know my version of that story is very tragic because i don't have an auntie or an uncle that sends stuff i have older cousins okay that give me clothes but because i am bigger than like most of them <laughs> when they give me clothes they are not my size as opposed to me Wearing them for years, I never get to wear them. Oh my goodness! I think you're yeah. like the zero point zero 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 percent, zero point zero zero one percent of the population that cannot relate to that. My, <laughs> you're like in a class of your own. Anyway, big is beautiful. So I don't know what you're saying, bro. <laughs> Coming from a person that's always mocking me that she's tall and I'm not. But what I'm technically that? taller than you, so that's like I'm literally taller than you, so you can't even contest that. So what's the point? What's, what's your point? The point is, uh, the point is that we are talking about things the '90s kids can relate to. Apart from T-shirts, what? I know they always also give us caps, and those caps always they always write the states that they are living in. You know, back then, like, this give, this I don't know where I got this from, but I feel like I have one. <laughs> back then, this gives like meant the world because you know, it's like, hey, you're wearing a broad thing. But like, no. now, that I, now that I think about it, it's actually very hilarious. Like, what were you, like, what are you thinking? What were you really thinking? Why did you give me that? Anyway, shout out to all our big aunties and big uncles and cousins, you know, in the abroad. They used to get us things. We love you. Now, that's why we really need them now. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Let's not even talk about how we used to use cassettes. Oh, my God. like how, how many cassettes we wrecked. I never understood that thing. I... Till today, I don't understand how cassettes work because all oh. I know is you can you have to like roll that thing in the middle. So you have yeah. to, you have to put the, the that big cassette stuff into like a player. Then you roll it, then you yeah. roll it and roll it. Then you put it in. Like I know how many cassettes personally, like me myself, I have destroyed. And my father, was, my father was very angry at different points in time. So like I, mean, I don't even understand how that thing works till today. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just go. 
and then another oh. beautiful thing I love, you know, at some point now, you know, you transcend from cassettes to VCD. Then if you're using DVD, you're like really, really touche. Oh my goodness. When you have those DVD stuff, there's always changing color from red. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I saw a video recently about that stuff. Somebody made a video on TikTok. And the person was moving and was the person's shirt or something was changing color, something like that. So they're like, oh. like if you know, you know. And I'm like, I remember when this was like, you just be watching this stuff change color. Oh my goodness. You know, I think I should have named this episode Throwback. <laughs> so, yeah, it should have been, you know, Throwback. <laughs> throwback of a 90s kid. But you know, like, but wait, do you remember those outfits that they used to that our parents used to give us? Oh my so god, canvas is light. You look good. You look good in it. Oh my goodness, then you, you you now wear like a gown and a hat. <laughs> the, the outfit is not complete without that hat. Like if oh you lose that hat, I know the hat they always have rope under. Oh my. God. <laughs> And that was the flag. That was the like that was. If it, if it didn't wear those guys, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what you were wearing for Christmas, man. But if you did not wear those, mm-hmm. <laughs> have you forgotten the shades? Those oh. shades, the shades that have like pink frames. Oh and my! Then, pink or white or black? Either one. No you'd be like. We thought that, that's that, that's like the finishing finishing touch to the outfit. Oh God, you're like the swaggy, <laughs> swaggiest on the street. <laughs> Nobody can beat your dream. Nobody. <laughs> but you oh know, like, all these experiences, everything, you know, we recall growing up, all the different things. I believe we wouldn't have had quite a number of experiences that we had if we didn't have guidance or parents actually grooming us in a certain way and we will not even be who we are today because you know we are trying to make a name for ourselves we're trying to be the best versions of ourselves but then before you can be a best version of yourself there has to be a version that must have been created one way or the other so I just want to give a shout out to all our parents and guardians, you know, the single mom, the single dad, mom and dad, uncles, aunties, everybody that has shaped us into who we are. You know, I remember some things that my parents did that will resonate with me for the rest of my life because these values were literally like instilled. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, I realized that Oh, now that I'm grown, I realize that my parents are not actually as perfect as I thought they were. They're just human beings trying to, like, you know, also be better versions of themselves the way we are also yeah. trying to be better. Yeah, because, like, I realize everybody's just figuring things out. But then, you know, with that whole looking at them as gods and everything, we actually took some things from them. So, what's like one thing you've taken from? your parent or your guardian that will resonate with you for life? I feel like the first thing would be unconditional love, actually. Mm. Yeah. That's one thing I'm thankful for my mother for. Like, there are so many things like, oh my God, my mother is going to have my head. Like, <clears throat> there was something that happened to me like two or three years ago. I was crying. I'm like, there's no way. I cannot tell my mother this. There's no way I can tell my mother. And then I told her and then she goes, okay, so what's going to happen after this? Is this the end of the world? 
It's not now. And that was literally all I had to hear yeah. at that point. Later, she mocked me about it, but like at that point, at that point, yeah. Said, so and that's understanding thing, and love. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing is, I feel like um, I had issues with reading. I don't like to read. Okay. So over time, I figured out that okay, it was just an attention thing where I cannot pay attention to anything for too long, especially if it's something that I don't love doing. Yeah. So I get bored. But I feel like my mom did not notice that because it's like, okay, as a Nigerian parent, go and read your book. Go read this one. Read your book. Right? When I was coming to airport, I literally did all the past questions of my mommy, like five books. But my mom was. I mm-hmm. answered every question, like in the 70s and 80s. Wow. <laughs> like, I had to, to find every question. But yeah, so that type of thing, paying attention to the possible learning disorders or issues, psychological issues that the child can have. And yeah. So yeah. That's number one. Mm. That's number one. I, I think for me, one thing I've gotten from both my parents is honoring your parents. Because, you know, my parents have shown me the way when it comes to that. Like, in as much okay. as they had differences with their parents, you know, the drama surrounding everything, but one yeah. thing was there they took care of their parents to their last breath wow. so I learned that from them that's something that I would always want to transfer to whoever listens to me you understand like that's one thing yeah. I learned honoring your parents and honoring people honoring your parents and honoring people that's definitely yeah. one thing I have gotten from my parents that has shaped me into a certain type of way that no matter what happens you know, I'm always going to be there for them. No matter how crazy this life gets, I'm always going to be there for them. Yeah. That's, that's, one more thing. that's, that's I, I'm, I'm, I'm deep, I know. <laughs> I just have one more thing to share, yeah? Okay. Something that my mom always says, um, when I was going to uni, she said it, when I'm, when I'm going to maybe my cousin's house for like um, a holiday or something, she says it and stuff like that. She always says, be yourself. Like wherever you are, just mm-hmm. be yourself. Don't let anybody influence you right. to do what you don't want to do. Just like be yourself. Yeah. That thing has carried me. No, it affects her sometimes because being myself can be something that she doesn't like. But <laughs> be yourself. That's yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That's you know, I feel like in our journey to becoming, we cannot ignore the values that have been instilled into us via yeah. different channels so in as much as we have this crazy experience because i know when we're talking about like okay you know narrowing it down to um maybe parenting and all that because you cannot talk about growing up without how your mother slapped you <laughs> african well, but you get what I mean, like on the general note, or how maybe yeah. form of abuse, there was this form of abuse or the other. It could maybe not oh, really yeah. from a parent, but maybe from a teacher or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. You 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 just be mentioning efforts. Messi went to AFSS Ikeja, for secondary school Ikeja. Can we rest now and move on? <laughs> you can never forget. 
I feel like we'll have another episode about life in secondary school. <laughs> but you know, like on a more serious note, I feel like you know, we don't really think about this much. Well, I I try to, but it's not something that just comes to my mind naturally. Is the fact that we are going to be parents really soon. You know, like in 10 years, most people will be parents. And we there are some things that we would need to intentionally instill. And there are some things that we learned, maybe not from our guardians, maybe from life experiences and all that. And we need to be intentional when it comes to instilling these values into the future generation so they can be better than us. And they can... Yeah. You know, like I feel like there's no hard and fast truth to this stuff. Like There's no plain direction oh playing path this is what you're supposed to do but then i feel like when we are intentional about instilling that value based on our experiences growing up and our experiences growing maturing and everything i feel like it's easier to try to you know just like you may not really get everything right but you know at least you try your best as much as you can you cannot come at yeah because they actually did the best of their knowledge they try to give us yes. know what what they thought was the best, and that's exactly. the how we came out. You know, came about this whole experiences and everything. You know, like funny enough, when we talk about the whole '90s kids stuff, and I've traveled to quite a number of places and I've interacted with people, and it's always the same thing. So sometimes I used to feel like it was, it was like limited to Lagos because most of my childhood was in Lagos, you know, Lagos, Makodi, mm-hmm. and. I realized even the whole goody goody stuff, the whole Paco biscuit and all that, it wasn't even in Lagos I experienced that when what I was growing up. I, yeah, I was especially when I lived in Benue. So I realized that this thing was like a general thing. I thought it was just like, okay, maybe a Lagos thing. Oh, but now going around, I'm like, it's like all our parents went to the same WhatsApp group. Like they are in the same WhatsApp group. <laughs> Say like they, they have this they have so this brochure that I give like them. Okay, this is what you this is what you would do. This is what you would do in this particular scenario because it just feels like we all went through the same kind of training. It's crazy. Like yeah. I'm like what? Like this yeah. is exactly what happened. Yeah, to someone else's story. Exactly because there's always similarity. Whether you're living in a Jaguar or you're living in Lekki, there's always something, a common ground you can always find yourself once you are a nineties kid. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, Mercy, so nice to have you on the show. Thank you very much for coming. Crazy experiences of a nineties kid. If you're a 90s kid, I'm sure you can relate to 95% of what we talked about. But if there's any experience you want to relate, come on, hit your girl up. Your feedback will go a long way. Tell me one crazy, unforgettable moment you had growing up. Tell me what you think about Talks with Irene. Tell me what you think about this episode. Just tell me what you think about this podcast. Is there any particular thing you want us to talk about? I'm open to it. You could hit me up on IG at Irene.Hour. You could send me an email, you know, officially. Talks with Irene09 at gmail.com. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you could leave a voice message. And you could check out my page on Facebook, Talks with Irene. And like I said before, voice messages can be highlighted on the show. So 
hit your girl up give me your feedback thank you in advance until next time keep living your truth keep living your best keep experiencing